Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to another, another episode, episode of the Upstate, Upstate Music Mind Podcast. Hit it. Bow. I still did the bubba bow. Like a bow. You uh you 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 been um mixing up the the roll in music? Do you do I need to get some more? Oh, you know, if you want to throw some new uh some new background musics, yeah, man. Uh Oh I, yeah, I'll work on I that. I actually forgot about the Musex. Um and that was a really really oh, good yeah. one. I don't think I put that one in a few episodes. So that's that's what you're hearing right now, folks. Uh nice. And then if Johnny's got a new one addition, we'll throw that one in here too. And yeah, I'll work on some we'll interrupt an interview to tell you about it. Uh <laughs> no. So uh yeah, Johnny dude, I don't want to jinx us, man, but and, and we promise we're not gonna talk about sports to start every show, but how about the motherfucking Gamecocks last week crushing Florida? Oof. Oh, my goodness. I know. That's unexpected. I mean... It was unexpected. That, I mean, literally, this is the first time in, what, seven years I've been like, I'm excited for the Clemson game. We have a chance this year. Like, for real. Dude, I think I think it can be definitely a competitive game. Um, yeah, I mean, our offensive line has struggled, man, and I think that was the big deal. I mean, we, we had a nice, balanced offense. You know, we were passing the ball. I think, uh, what's his name, rushed for like 140-something yeah. yards, like... I mean, it was, it was a big game, man. So if we can if we can play like that, man, I mean, hey. dude, I think we could we could give Auburn a, a chance, you know, a run for their money. Um, well, I mean, here in a couple weeks, that game had to give all those players the confidence that hey, we can compete in the SEC, and um, you know, mm-hmm. if we if we play hard, because I mean, some of those plays, man, you just you saw the determination, they're breaking tackles and just like running harder than the Florida players, and I haven't seen that in years, man. Yeah. Um, so just a little inside scoop here, we're we're actually recording. Uh, most of the segment here on Saturday, so I, I don't want to jinx us. Who do, who do we have? Uh, I think it's uh, Missouri. Missouri. Oh yeah, that's right, Mizzou. Yep. They always they always played us tough too, man. They it's were true. like the Kentucky but, before Kentucky just started beating us every damn year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kentucky's been you know they've been you know getting better right for the past probably ten years you know like to where they are now. So I mean it's not I'm not I'm not surprised Kentucky's doing well now. I mean they've been kind of growing and yeah getting better and better. But, uh, yeah, but you know, them on the, like some of the schools that have all the success in basketball history, it's like you know, North Carolina and Kentucky and all this. I'm like, y'all just y'all just stay in your lane, man. Let, let us have football, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, I mean, even even our basketball was like pretty good for a little bro, while. You okay, know? let me. I guess I'll squeeze that story in really quick. So when we had the Final Four uh, in Greenville, I was working downtown still, and we had we hosted the whole Gamecocks radio show, you know, upstairs at the Wild Wing there, and. It was our buy one get one wing night, fucking crazy busy. Uh, the team finished their mm-hmm. interview, we're walking out, and I was like, "All right." I like told my bar guest, "Yo, yo, yo, hold on one second. I gotta, I gotta talk to the coach." So I stopped Frank Martin and shook his hand, and um, he was he was a genuine dude. He looked me right in the eye. He wasn't bullshitting. He had a real conversation with me. I told him how I'm raising future Gamecocks, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. he ended up signing my hat. And um, and that was like before the, the run started, so I was already elated that they were in town, that I met the coach. But then we went through all the way to the final four. Now, you probably weren't as excited about that uh, Sweet Sixteen matchup against Duke because <laughs> that's yeah, your your basketball yeah. team primarily. Yeah, but and Duke's been kind of kind of struggling here, you know, past year or two. Well, you know, Zion uh, should have fucking came to Carolina, man. Yeah, that would have been crazy. But anyway, yeah, we went on that run, and then guess who came into the to the bar like during the final four games, like a couple weeks later? Uh, I have no idea. Jadavion Clowney. No yeah, way. And so I got a picture with him. He signed the other part of that hat, and so I got that hat kind of in storage now, uh, safely aside. But uh, that was man. As a, like one of the best months as a Gamecock fan, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of uh, Gamecocks, do you remember old Tom Thomas Tom Thompson? How could you forget old Tom Thompson, bro? Tom Thompson, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So he was a uh, he was a crazy guy, but he remember he came out to some of our shows and he would help load and stuff. But everybody does some wild stuff and gets drunk and parties. But I mean, this dude ended up in the most absurd situations. Like he jumped off a two story porch and then ran his car through the fence, and that's just like the one that just first comes to mind. But you know. His parents named him Tom Thompson. He had to mix shit up. <laughs> you know. Shout out to Tom. All right, yeah. So our uh, artist this week, Johnny, I guess we can jump into oh, yeah. the, to the biz here, is... Yeah. Uh, no need to wait. Yes, dude. That's actually... The, I think the episode's going to be worth the wait. And add the E. Oh, that's... Should yeah, I spell worth with worth an E, too? Just to be sure. weirder? Okay. Yeah. Is that like the British yeah. version of that or something? I don't know. Mr. Sterling Wait... Um, he's got a nice sound, and it's a big sound because he's got horns in a lot of his uh, songs. Uh, really horny <laughs> music. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, man, no, he's, he's uh, you know he's a class act, and he, he's multi instrumental. But uh, he's been playing around in the area, man. So um, Johnny, I don't know if I sent you uh, some of those those leaked files there of, of the new album that they're recording. Did you did I send you those yet? Um, I don't believe okay. you did. Um, but you've heard, you know. Heard. I have. I've actually seen them live. Oh, cool. Is it at one of our yeah, uh, favorite venues? Golden, uh, that's probably one of, one of mine. Probably my favorite. Golden Grove. The GG. GG. Right, man. Yeah, Andrew Brown shared our post uh, for the season one, so appreciate that, as always. Uh, there, was a, there was a mutual friend actually last night. like, oh my gosh, I saw Andrew Brown shared your podcast. I was like, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, duh. <laughs> He, uh, he's one of our favorites. Supporter <laughs> yeah, sponsors right there at the top. Anyway, um, so Sterling Weight. There was there's a couple tracks that I really enjoyed, and the the one I'll, I'll I, you know I won't spill the beans there, but um, I think you guys are gonna dig it. And if we ever did get Mr. Buble on the show, we might have to integrate some Sterling Weight with that too. Of course, hmm. you know. <laughs> I'm just thinking the horns part again. I don't know. That might be too simple simplistic maybe maybe you're horny well his name does have boob in it <laughs> oh yeah. and lay <laughs> do you know that uh there's a big restaurant group in the area and they were literally funded from a porn site or from like porn entities online like for real restaurants around the green oh, yeah like i don't i i what? honestly am not even going to say the name but it's a big group <laughs> that has opened several places um I believe they were associated with Brazzers. <laughs> I mean, excuse me, <laughs> Braswells. Oh god! Oh my god! Um, wow, I did not know so, that. That is a nice little random tidbit of trivia. It is. <laughs> Some people are going to be like, "I know exactly what he's talking about." Anyway, oh, man, that's funny. Uh, so, someone that is not associated with Brazzers, though, is Mr. Sterling Waite. Man, this has been a very sexual intro. <laughs> yeah, something in the water. Nah, man. Let's let's uh, let's roll into it. Hey, Ryan. Mr. Sterling Waite. How you doing, buddy? How's it going? It's good. How are you? Good, man. I uh, I know you guys been working on some new material here, so um, I I had a chance to check them out. You sent me a little preview there. Um, what uh, did you guys have a release date locked down or? So the um, we're releasing the single "Get of All's Good" on December first, so in a month. But the the full album will be sometime in January. We haven't locked that down. 
Okay, excellent. And get it while it's good. That's one of the ones that I was moving and grooving to here a few minutes ago, man. That one um, and Struck, actually. Those two really stood out to me. But um, do you want to elaborate on the new single here and uh, maybe just tell the folks about your sound in general? Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I guess I'll I'll, I'll back up and and talk about the band briefly, if that's all right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, So me and Zach uh, and Caleb really just got together. Um, That's like kind of the the core trio um, got together in January. So, I mean, we're talking 11 months um, in. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a pretty new new project. But I play, so I also play fiddle, um, and I played fiddle with a bunch of different kind of country bands in the area, and have played with um, Caleb, uh, the drummer Caleb Brains, with him on a bunch of different projects. But I was on fiddle and harmonica, and me and him <laughs> got to talking about like how we like kind of the more funky stuff, and so that that was kind of the genesis of it. And then uh, met Zach through. Uh, Actually, I just saw a video of him that he put on his like Facebook page where he was just like had a little loop going with bass and it was like so like really tight timing and really cool funky chops. Nice. Um, and just reached out to him, Cole, just like, hey, <laughs> let's get together and play. Yeah, man. Um, and it really, it really clicked. And like I said, that was only back in January. Well, in December, I guess we played our first gig in January this year, though. It's Smiley's. Okay, as um, as like the Sterling Weight Band, or is it a? Yeah, yeah, we did it as the Sterling Weight Band from the beginning. Um, we we toyed around with an like a actual band name for a little while, but we could never really could find something we were all happy with, so we just kind of um, kind of stuck it with my name. But then um, I guess fast forward a little bit, really, with this this album coming out, um, we uh, we got together with Greg Day and Wesley Day. Uh, so Greg plays trumpet and Wesley is his son plays trombone, and they um, are like fantastic arrangers for horns. No, I was gonna say sorry. It, it's it really stood out, man. The horns were excellent, like you were telling me. Man, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I say thank. That's all all their all their credit. I mean, Greg would send me like a mock up, maybe some like MIDI keyboard, kind of showing what he was thinking. 
and every time without fail it would be a surprise like not what i was expecting at all but in a really good way like, oh man really a creative interpretation that like took the song in a whole different direction that's really the, cool stuff. man the best part i think about collaborating with people that are like-minded is uh you know you just hear that note or that run of you know rhythm rhythmic difference that that you would have done a little bit differently and you're like man that just makes it come together and adds that extra element that i just couldn't quite grasp you know to make the song complete um, do, do you have Absolutely, any brass yeah. playing experience? I know you said you played a little fiddle, a little little harp, but uh... yeah, I, I play I play saxophone. And actually, I, on that on the record, um, if you listen through, if you heard any baritone sax, like the real low kind of uh-huh. honking kind of berry sax, that was me playing on there. <laughs> I have okay, a few little spots I put in. Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, I play tenor and alto, but I mean, I'm not nearly anywhere as good as, as like Bruce Caldwell that's playing on this record. There's so many so many great players around town so, so I, if it's the trio sometimes i'll actually <laughs> um i'll bring my saxophone and like towards the end of a big jam or something i'll set my guitar down pick up the saxophone and then like finish out a song on sax okay. um, just to kind of give the listener something other than like if it's with the trio you know it's just all guitar solo and harmonica solo so it kind of it kind of breaks it up you know but with the horn section i don't have to do any of that i just <laughs> just sit back and let the let the Man, killer, I've, you know, horn players do their thing. Yeah, I've never had the pleasure of playing with a horn section before, man, I, and that just gives such a punch, you know, to the songs and um, a different kind of emotion too. What uh, What do you guys have coming up uh, as far as shows or, or events or anything that uh, you would want to promote to the folks out there? So we played Fall for Greenville and um, towards the beginning of this month, and that was our first gig with the horn section. And then this month with the horn section. We've played five or six gigs. I mean, it's been like one after the other, which has been awesome. But um, now we're kind of on a little bit of a hiatus. We got um, a month or two. We got like a private party at the beginning of December, and that's pretty much like kind of all we got going. Yeah, um, tis the season, right? You know, I guess a lot of the times uh, this time of the year, people are doing kind of family stuff, and it's a little more low key. And then the music scene bumps, uh, jumps back up um, once right. everybody's sick of being around the family. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I guess I will promote one. We got um, December 2nd. Just uh, It'll be like a four-piece, but we'll be at Powdersville Pub um, if you've been over there. They have a killer sound system. Oh, awesome. Really nice stage and stuff. Yeah, I was going to get those guys on the show this season, too, because they, uh, they were all over the schedule list early when we got this thing going, too, and I wasn't as familiar with uh, with what they, going on, what they have going on out there. Um, I've probably played maybe half a dozen times since, uh, since they kind of, well, in the past year or so. Uh, mainly playing fiddle with a few different country acts, um, but only let's see once with my band we played maybe a month ago or something. I mean, I mean, they put some serious effort and money into making that a nice, really nice stage with great sound system, and they hired you know really good sound guys and everything. Like they've and they put some lighting in. Like they've done a really good job. Like it's a it's a it's a good spot for. And they, I think they're doing a good job, like trying to get some some you know bigger kind of touring acts coming in that's pretty cool yeah yeah i've been seeing them popping up here and there and uh, uh i was gonna say are you from that area or what where are you based out of i didn't even ask you that yeah no not, um so i'm not originally from greenville uh, we moved here about four years ago um from atlanta which we only lived there for a little bit but my mom's from north georgia like from hiawassee it's about two hours uh, oh two and you and know hours. my buddy played at hiawassee community college or some shit for baseball oh nice I don't know if you're familiar with that at all, but... Yeah, I mean, well, Hiawassee is such a small small town over there. Yeah, but yeah, um, that's a really cool cool place. I mean, it's really beautiful. Lake Chatug and everything up there. It's, like, really awesome. Nice. Yeah, the uh, artist we had on at the season uh, finale there was Sam Birchfield, and he played at Fall for Greenville as well. Really talented guy, but... 
he had a kind of similar uh, path there. He, he kind of moved. Actually, it was kind of the opposite, I guess. He grew up in the Seneca area, then moved to Georgia, then kind of came back around the area. Um, but what I was discussing with him and several artists is there's something about this, this, this area in the Carolinas and the upstate. We have this sound that kind of uh, umbrellas across all the genres where you can hear some sort of southern roots some sort of folk country influences, but also alternative and more progressive kind of sounds. But it, there is a Carolina almost themed sound. And I think maybe we can uh, combine forces and maybe create like a mini label or do some kind of special shows or something to showcase uh, all the all the talent in the Carolinas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This area for sure has, has got a lot of like I've, I keep seeing like the Greenville Funky Fam uh, hashtag <laughs> and stuff like yeah, 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 there's there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff. That's a lot cooler uh, way than I said it. <laughs> Greenville Funky Fam, man, yeah. Um, I, I, if I could put it in one bucket, I would say funk, just because I think funk music's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man, I I resisted so hard to do my James Brown. I didn't want to hurt your ears or my <laughs> or my vocal cords. Um, I was I was gonna say actually too. Um, Alex Honeycutt was one of the artists last year on the show and. Um, I did kind of sense a little bit of the same stylistic uh, things going on there. Are you familiar with Alex? Yeah, so I, I know the name, and I, I, I need to give him a better listen, really. Yeah, that, there, he up. definitely has a nice, cool, soulful uh, sound with a little a touch of funk. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I said with the Carolina thing, man, some, some of you guys, I would love to link up together and maybe some do some sort of unplugged, you know, UMM, just because I'm super cheesy for the upstate music mind. Um, a little concert yeah, series, yeah. you know, and, uh, and get you guys together on the same bill. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome, man. I, I think, I mean, you know, around the area, there's, I think there's a lot of um, kind of festivals or smaller, you know, backyard festivals like that for more of the country scene. But um, you don't see that a lot for like the more kind of funky, kind of alternative, whatever you want to call it, uh, and that kind of genre. So that would be, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, I know Golden Grove's done a couple things here and there, but um, but yeah, some something like that. Would be awesome. Oh man, Andrew Brown, he's he's one of our boys. Uh, we love that guy. He's, he does so many great things for so many musicians in the area. So, um, and, and they're one of our sponsors as well, of course. But uh, oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Do you have any uh, stories with Andrew, or how you know? I don't know how well you know him, but he seems to know everybody in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, just from playing out at Golden Grove a couple times. Um, you know, I've chatted with him out there a little bit, and I'm gonna check out his operation. But uh, but no, not. not um, yeah, just just really through that. And I don't have any uh, any great the professional <laughs> great stories. stories to throw back there. Yeah, you know, and I've gotten to know him just from the show, honestly. But uh, it was funny. Like as soon as I stopped recording when we did the Appalachian Alehouse feature, then he told me the best story he's ever told me. I was like, damn it! I was like, I guess it. I can't I can't get everything on air, and that was probably <laughs> a personal story that he wouldn't want broadcasted. But gotcha. <laughs> um, anything? Uh, yeah, Sterling. Is there anything else you'd want to kind of throw out to the folks before I let you go? Yeah, um, yeah, sure. I guess I'll, I'll I'll just say a few more things about about the record coming out and stuff. Yeah. I guess um, is the you know the, this <laughs> the single release and so this, the record's a mix of songs that I wrote recently for this project in the past eight months and a few that have been kind of lingering on that I wrote a decade ago. You know, um, and so nice. like get it while it's good. The bones of that one um, I've literally been kicking around for ten years. Um, Something right. I, I actually released um, a way way. 10 years ago with a, a band from college and now I've kind of revamped it and uh, and added the horns and breathed new life into it with that and for this but yeah it's it's kind of fun to have this mix of like old projects that never really you know or old old ideas that never really 
fully hit where I wanted to get them, and then some new ideas that, uh, that you know this band has kind of put together. Oh, so. dude, that is right in the ballpark of what I've got going on. Before I started the, the show here, man, I've been working on my solo stuff, and it's it's a it's a collection of stuff I wrote when I was even in 15, 16 years old, um, up until yeah. like a few months ago, and I, I I'm in an exact same boat with that, man. It's exciting to kind of rehash and and reinvent some of the tunes you've had in your head for years, but also to to get some fresh ideas. Um, recorded as well so what was the name of your band uh when you originally were getting this uh, song composed oh yeah uh so my the band in college was sterling weight and the bedouin band and the <laughs> and the what was it bedouin d-e-d-o-u-i-n bedouin bedouin band so yeah 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 and so that that's that's a whole other can of worms coming up but so uh <laughs> My, my folks uh my folks lived overseas in saudi arabia for many years and uh and so i kind of kind of halfway grew up in Saudi Arabia, um, oh, wow. bouncing back and forth. Yeah. Between there and, and boarding school, um, when I was in, in high school and everything in college, we'd go back and visit them. They worked over there for, I mean, for decades. Um, and they've since retired to move back to Hiawassee where my mom's from. But yeah, so that's where, that was the, uh, the genesis of the word Bedouin in there. I was like, how can I get something that's kind of a unique story? You know, how can I get that in the band name? I always like trying to bring up the old band names with people too. Cause there, there were some really good ones out there. I mean, my first one, I think we were called the Bigfoot skinnies. Um, and it was <laughs> like a great. punk rock band and I still love that name. And, and one that yeah. when I was uh, probably 15, so it's not a real band, but uh, mama's liquor cabinet. I was like, man, that I'm going to bring that up one day. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I need to just sit down with you and do a brainstorming session for a band name hey man <laughs> we'll come ideas. up with all kinds of fun shit i promise <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah sterling hey is there anything else i know you said uh uh december 1st is uh is the release date for the single um and you guys are kind of uh taking it a little bit easy here in the holiday season but anything you'd like to promote social media website yeah um yeah we're on facebook um and uh, and Instagram as Sterling Weight Band. You can check us out there. We you know we post post whenever we're coming out with uh, new gigs and whatnot there. But um, yeah, that's the main main best way to keep track of us. And and it's um, Sterling Weight S T E R L I N G and W A I T E. Correct. That's right. Yep, that's right. Sterling Weight Band on both platforms. Yeah. Excellent. We don't have a Twitter yet. Maybe I, I need to. You know, that's what, what I'm I starting to get integrated, man. I resisted so long, but the show, we're going to get a TikTok and we're going to integrate our Twitter and Insta and all that good stuff. But I need to stop being, yeah. you know, a, a 35-year-old and, and get with the times, you know. <laughs> yeah, I I'm, I'm ashamed to say I've never even installed TikTok on my phone, so I don't know. I, I know it's I'm coming behind. any day now, so. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Sterling, hey, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Um, I know we've been talking behind the scenes for a while, but I'm excited for you guys and uh, your new single and your new album. Um, and check back in with us, man. We'd love to promote any new stuff and any shows in the future. Awesome. Thanks so much, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Bye. All right. And that was Mr. Sterling Waite of the Sterling Waite Band. Um, got a lot of good info on what makes the machine work there. And... Uh, like I said, there's there's a few good tracks that they've got coming up for you on this album. Um, the other one that uh, I was talking about was called Struck, and that one just I really I was really feeling that one too. So I meant to actually talk to him a little bit more about that, but we'll let your ears decide whenever you tune in. All right, you know we put our shoes one foot on a time. What, wait, what did I just say? <laughs> we put our shoes on. What is one foot at a time? Just like everybody yeah. else. God, why did I think that sounded weird? Uh, dude, all right. This is weird, actually. Um, have you heard of this? Because I cannot believe it's even a debate. Uh, apparently, some people 
some people are insane and go sock shoe sock shoe when they're Ugh. can you believe that that Ugh. is a, i mean no. honestly someone told me about that or there was some sort of post and i immediately started talking to people like in public are you sock shoe sock shoe or sock sock shoe shoe and everybody like it was literally like split everybody's sock sock shoe shoe everybody you would think should no. be it was split it was like 60 40 and i was like Socks, what? shoe, socks, shoe. That is weird, dude. You ever, uh, you ever like get out of the shower and then you put your socks on before you put your underwear on and it feels like the weirdest yeah. thing ever. Yeah, dude, that's it's so weird to do that. It's like <laughs> you feel more like you really feel naked. I don't know. It's weird. Right, yeah, it feels like your body's like, all right, well, let's let's walk out the door. It's like, no, my dong's flopping around yeah. still. <laughs> but your feet are like, but I, I'm comfortable. Like, <laughs> no, I'm ready to go. No. Uh, yeah, no, I, I guess that's dude, how it is, man. Yeah. I guess people put their shoes and socks right near the shower and then like i don't know man anyway yeah all you weirdos out there socks shoe socks shoe email us and tell us why you're so weird and so many people do that it just doesn't make much yeah. sense to me I, I mean i guess just a habit thing you know you start doing it one way and that's just the way you do it you yeah know? like uh like another thing whenever you get out of the shower like you have a certain way you dry off you know right. what i mean okay and it's like do you use the same method every day because i do okay do you do your hair first of course. I mean, it's top down. Right, right, right. It's right. kind of stupid to go bottom up, but... Johnny, we, uh, so we're going to mix it up a little bit here. Uh, you know, Featured Venue, obviously, uh, this season, we're going to continue to do um, all the, you know, highlight all the venues in the area, providing a stage and a platform for musicians, but not necessarily physical platform. Um, some of the music entities or businesses in the area that endorse the scene or, or, or help the growth of the community, I think we're going to factor them in a little bit more. And this week we have Brando Jones Films um, as our Featured Venue, Featured Business. I just wanted to, you know, it was such a good interview with them, and I, we've already kind of been talking about this behind the scenes, you know. And, and since they moved in with Spinning Jenny as well, so we can show them a little love. But, I mean, those guys are doing so much for the scene and, and doing such a great job. So I feel like it was appropriate to give them the full limelight as the, the featured uh, venue in Business This Week. All right, and we're back, and we are joined with Brando Jones Films, the Brando Jones Films that I always talk about on the show. Fellas, thank you for coming on the Unpod today. Hey, thanks for having us. Absolutely, man. We appreciate what you're doing, and uh, thank you very much for the, or for having us. Absolutely. And, and do you guys want to introduce yourselves, uh, you know, the respectively as well, and then kind of describe uh, Brando Jones' film in, in a basic nutshell to get kickstarted here? I'll tell you what. I'll go first, and I'll let Brandon do the explaining. I am, uh, I am Jones, Joshua Jones, and... Um, I'm the DP, usually the guy with the steady cam, and uh, I do um, a majority of editing. Yeah. Hello, everybody. This is where the, the crowd effects go crazy right here, bro. <laughs> and I am Brandon. I'm when I'm going to try my last name because I'm German, um, but I'm the Brando, so my name is now just Brando pretty much everywhere. Uh, so that's been fun. Um, I pretty much run the company. Um, I handle all the artists. Uh, help them with their social media, putting their videos out. Um, a lot of the storyboarding Jones and I do together. Um, and we do have uh, Robert Gowan, who I heard Beli mention as well, who plays with him. And Robert Gowan is pretty much the, the third leg of this, this table. Oh, okay. So, nice. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Okay, yeah, definitely want to give him some love too, kind of behind the scenes, man. Um, yeah, and the, Go ahead, I'm sorry. Pretty much what we do is... Um, music everything uh, we were musicians before and then decided to sell all our equipment and get into a much more expensive hobby uh for whatever reason and uh we just really wanted there there's so much talent 
in the upstate. I mean, obviously you're having them on, you know. And there was just we just wish there was a company that was like providing high quality videos for people to put out. So we just kind of jumped in, um, no schooling, just a lot of YouTube training, and uh, yeah, three years now. So it's um, it's been it's been very awesome to help and become friends with all these artists and really be a part of their journey. Yeah, so three years now running, huh? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say, so today was actually the anniversary of our first Black River Rebels music video, and I kind of consider that the start of our company. Oh, cool. That's what I was going to ask. Like, what was like, the first first big video the, you guys did? The first the first one was a wonderful guitarist and musician in town named Matt Fassus. And okay. what's, what's kind of funny is Matt Fassus, his music or his song, you know, that, that he wrote and wanted a video for is 180 degrees from Black River Rebels. <laughs> you know, his was, you know, kind of had a vintage, very clean cut rock, you know, kind of thing. And he, you know, had a bunch of people on stage and, you know, we made the video. He reached out to us and we made the video and he said, wow. He said, man, thank you so much. He was like, this was beyond my expectations. So I was like, great, our first job's going awesome. Then the Black River Rebels reached out to us and said, uh, yeah, you know, what kind of stuff do you guys have? We can see. And Brandon's like, his sales mind's like, um, well, uh, here's some dark lit shots from the Matt Fastest video. And, uh, yeah, we, you know, what, and then he was just going in because, you know, we just had the one video. And, uh, right, right. Brandon just, you know, he, he just stayed on him and said, man, trust us. We got you. And it, it, they, you know, I didn't know if they were going to call back, but they ended up calling back. And Brandon said, I knew they would. And we went and did it. And it was so much fun. But it was, it was at the very beginning, you know, you only do one video and it's got your thing. And they mm-hmm. wanted fire and girls and darkness and well, who vampires and all this stuff. <laughs> it's so nice to get a little insight in the, in the backstory there. Um, it kind of reminds me, honestly, a little bit about how Spinning Jenny started because, you know, they, they kind of went head first as well and, and um, had kind of a scope on bringing the community together and being an artistic force. Um, and, and, you know, there's a lot of risk that goes with that. You put yourself out there, especially if you don't, don't have kind of like a, a track record to kind of back up on. You know, that's that's a good thing about season two here. I, now I have all these artists and great venues that have been on the show, so it's way easier to, to get these contacts and to, to get yeses, you know. Um, but you guys, I mean, I, I think the very first video I saw personally was uh, Vili Harrington's video. And it not only legitimized him as an artist instantly for me, but you guys as a company. So it's like a win-win. Which 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 Vli video did you see? There were two of them. Um, I'm not. I can't remember the the specific track. And I, I was gonna try to describe like him in a him in a hat, <laughs> but I, does he normally wear a hat? That's both videos. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, I always wear hats the too. One in but... the desert. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was that was. We did that during COVID because that's why he was by himself. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. that was uh, that was during the. But Brandon knows what was it? Three months. We were just dark. <laughs> um, but no, I. Go ahead. Uh, obviously, talking about the Jenny, you know, we recently moved in. I think we actually met face to face there for the first time, and um, that was what made that relationship just there. Go getters. We have the same ideals. We want to promote the upstate, and it's just the perfect fit for us. They are awesome. I love sharing Sarah's death. Um, I can't wait for next year when we really get to start moving and the big the big touring acts come back and we can really start to progress not only us, but Jenny and all the artists that come through it. Absolutely, man. Um, 
so how about something recently? What's what's one of the more recent things you shot that you're allowed to talk about? Uh, well, the last video we had come out was actually a Black River Rebels video. Uh, they covered Rob Zombie's Dragula, because of course they did. The last two shoots we've had, we've been in hunted houses. Um, and this one was in North Carolina, but it had the actual Dragula from the music video. Ah. And the one from the Munsters. So it's pretty cool. Um, it was nice. pretty crazy. And then yesterday we worked with a rap group out of uh, Florida, but it was pretty crazy because we went to a strip club at the daytime. <laughs> um, it, was, it was very interesting. Uh, there's obviously no one really there, but uh, yeah, that's it funny because how much? You, how many? How much of your clothes did you take off, Brandon? <laughs> uh, you know me, all of them. No, <laughs> I mean it was the daytime shift. They needed help up there, so yeah. I mean. <laughs> I was gonna say that's oh that's my, my first rap album. It's daytime strip club. It's it's really raw. Ooh. I'm just kidding. Allow me allow me to stroke allow me to stroke Brandon's ego a little bit. Um, when we when we first got into this thing, you know, we both wanted to have cameras. We both wanted to run around and kind of do all the roles. But um, once we kind of got into it, we kind of settled in. And and Brandon, which you'll hate me for saying this, but it's true, he used to not really like talking to people, and he's become. <laughs> He's become such a wonderful, um, um, just a people person. Uh, with our clients, they just, they always tell me, man, you know, I was interested, you know, if they're new clients, it was like, ah, you know, I see your, I see your work and I didn't know how you guys were going to be, but you know, I've just been talking to Brandon and it's, or Brando, it's what they say. And they go, man, I just, he just makes me feel so comfortable about this and feel good about everything. And it always makes me happy to hear that because, you know, that's great. You know, you get somebody who sounds cranky and doesn't want to answer your call, but that's, that's not him. I mean, we, we want your business, but you know, we also want to, you know, become friends with you and work with you again and this kind of stuff. And Brandon is just, He's a he's a powerhouse. I mean, he runs our you know our social media. He runs some of the social media for the bands that that get a video and then say, "Well, I'm just going to post a YouTube link and hopefully it'll go great." And Brandon's like, "No, no, no, no. <laughs> Let me tell you exactly what you need to do to maximize your you know this video that you just paid for. You know, and and he gives them tips on social media, all this stuff. That's that's part of Brando Jones Films. Is we you know it, we don't just Brandon put it best. He said, no, we don't just, you know, take your money, give you a jump drive and say, peace, you know, you're, you're family. And, um, so, but Brandon, yeah, he, he, the artists reach out and Brandon's the one who answers. He gets the song, Brandon listens to it and he, you know, storyboards it. Um, and then he'll, you know, he'll reach out to me and say, Hey, you know, listen to the song. This is what the idea I got. What do you think? And I go, oh, that's a great idea. I mean, most, all of his ideas are just awesome. And I go, okay, yeah, that's great. And then in my mind, I'm seeing what I want the camera to see. And okay. I, you know, kind of build up an idea in my mind. And sometimes you get to the place that the client has gotten and you're like, okay, well, I was thinking a 10 and a, this is a four, but we'll, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. So great. yeah, how, how does, how does it work? I mean, I'm sure there's, there's instances where, you know, someone is like, all right, I really want to do this in the video, or they just are superly overly ambitious, like way out of a budget of realisticness, you know, or, or their ideas are just piss poor and they're honestly just terrible. And you have to be like, well, can we try a little bit of <laughs> something different? Like, does that kind of stuff happen? I'll, I'll let Brandon answer this one. I think, I think there's two he's probably going to tell you about. 
I'm not going to mention any names. I'll Absolutely not. Names. Okay, well, here, I'm like, well, I mean, couldn't, couldn't we just end this interview with you stroking my ego? I mean, that's a really good hard stop. Oh, gracious. Early on, we ran into it a lot more. Um, I do like when a band has an idea. Uh, the Rebels, for example, a lot of times they have pretty much what they want, and they're usually over-the-top crazy, but they're realistic. Um, but they're definitely the client we have that is, all right, can we get a spaceship? Can we go to the moon? I'm like, no, we can't. But um, and they'll laugh there because they know. They know how extra the videos are. Um, but now um, I think we've gotten to a point where a lot of times when I start talking to someone, they're they're really open. Um, and they know that, like I described, it's the most symbiotic relationship in the world. Like me giving you a video and letting you not share it correctly just hurts both of them. I want as many people to see it as they do. Right. I mean, it's mutually beneficial. So, I mean, I want every one of our videos to do one million views. I mean, that's just what I want. So, I mean, I, I'll take the extra steps, help guide, do whatever I can. We don't charge for anything like that. It's a, it's a family environment. Uh, it's just very important to me to not just drop people off. I mean, cause we've all worked with someone who just like, you're like, oh, I gave you my money and where'd you go? Yeah. And I, just, I, I never wanted us to be that. Well, that that I mean, man, that's that's a huge factor, I think, in, in your success, y'all y'all having the right vision and being professionals, but also, I mean, having your heart in it, and uh, and it's not just not just a means to an end. Um, you guys are looking at the bigger picture, and I'm sure, like uh, like you just discussed, that the artists can connect with you guys right away and see that, you know. Um, I think people well, yeah, are. Yeah, and, and and if I'm sorry, I cut you off. Oh, dude, please cut me off, please. I'll, well, you know me. I was I was going to add one more thing on there, and that is. Like they were saying, like the sense of comfort and more open to ideas and listening. Um, there was a, a recent group wanted a music video. We said, okay. And Brandon went, met them, you know, all this stuff. And when it came time for video day, you know, they, they I don't think they, they, they're not super well known. They got really nervous and started thinking, man, did we jump the gun on getting this video? You know, they watched like another video that we had just released and they were just kind of i don't know being a little and it happens to all of us you know, they're a little down on ourselves like man this is gonna stink we shouldn't have called you guys i don't think this is gonna be good our second location it's just not gonna look cool and 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 brandon i i was shooting inside with uh with you know inside this house with one time and you know and brandon was out there saying man you're good this is going to be fine i would not do this if it was not going to turn out great and you know the next location we went to and yeah you know it wasn't a ton to work with but shoot man some lights some skill some smoke man we made it look awesome and they just it was like a relief was off of their show they were like wow okay what was i worried about kind of thing and that that and that would we would do that with anybody it's not like we were buddies i had just met them yeah but whatever you know somebody cut we got you covered we we've got you covered and that's that's something that that's I, great you man know, i would want you know, everybody to know that was between brandon and myself we've, we've got you covered so if i if i get cold feet on my wedding day can i hit you guys up and and, and you say hey man she loves you you're we'll doing send, the right yeah, thing we'll send, you, we'll send you a video of us <laughs> cinematically yeah, lit saying man you got this oh yeah of course you can okay and if no, you we, 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 don't, we don't do weddings we don't do weddings that's the one uh, uh, unfortunately some of our musicians are getting married now and they're like hey so we, we've had to do a couple but um, that, that's the one market that i have zero interest in pursuing a little bit different market probably a little pickier market and uh um, yeah you know. <laughs> 
So yeah, no, 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 not interested in that. Um, so this is completely 100% random tangent. Um, you you were mentioning you know Black River Rebels and there was a, a show list that we did on the season finale when I had Joe Power from Hurt and Skip on and he was he hypes you guys up too, man. Um, he shows you a lot of love. Uh, but um, <clears throat> now I'm my sons are sorry my sons are clanging. I don't want that to get picked up. They are I don't even know what. Hold on one second. I'm so sorry, guys. Makes me think of that. Do you remember that video, Brandon, where there was that dude who was like at home doing the news, and like his little kid came in in that little cart, uh-huh. and the nanny, <laughs> and the nanny came in. <laughs> oh my All god! All right, well, there you go, man. Did you find out the problem? Did you find out the problem? It, it was these like it's like a fort, but you have to have these like little metal sticks that go into these little balls. I mean, there's like a million of them, and as long as I didn't see any bruises or blood, so we're good. Yeah, good to go. Um, so yeah, the the heavy metal band Bruises and Blood. No, okay, uh, but yeah, that's actually kind of what I was gonna say is um, we were talking about all these like metal bands, and he said that you know he's got a uh, heavy metal band name if he ever is ever gonna start one, and um, we came up with one that we thought was pretty epic, Dark Fuckerberg. <laughs> it was is while we were talking about <laughs> Facebook and stuff. Um, because there was one called Ill Gates, and we were like, "Man, that is a sick name." And we were like, "We should do one off, you know, Mark." And I was like, "I don't know." And then, anyway, uh, that's perfect. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, I've, I've got the album already, right? I, I mean, would you not? Theme, right? <laughs> you would have to take a listen, right? I mean, oh, uh, of course. And I can already, I can already see the video. The lead singer has got like the the lifeless eyes sitting there at the Congress hearing, like sipping a cup of water. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're definitely not getting through Facebook. <laughs> or Meta, or whatever the hell it's going to become. Oh, yeah, yeah Meta. Party Meta on the bottom of my hat. Oh, oh really? Gosh. That's probably some of that iPhone technology that I'm not familiar with with my simple <laughs> droid here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so fellas, um, <clears throat> is there anything you kind of want to throw out to the folks, how to kind of contact you, best way to reach you, um, some of that basic info for them to, to get in touch? Yeah, we're um, we're Brando Jones Films on everything: uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you'll always be talking to me. It's always Brando. Um, I make sure that every client gets to talk to me first. We don't sublet that out. You don't have some intern, nothing like that, dealing with it. Um, you literally just talk with me at the initial stages, um, and we'll answer any questions you have. Uh, but yeah, then I think the last thing I just want to say is um, our next one because we haven't gotten to shout out this one and. Between Black and Rebels and Redefined, which we're working with next, um, they've just, I mean, we've done, this is our fourth with Redefined, I think. Okay. And uh, those kids are just, they're, they're about to blow up. Like, they're just so close. They've been playing a while, was, right? Yeah, well, yeah, the, we started working with them with their last lead singer, and then, unfortunately, he left the band to start a different one. Redefined. Jordan. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think they've had three. So I think it's three defined. Redefined. Three yeah. defined. Oh shit. We're, we're chill. Funny. We're we're ex musicians, man. Like we're not we're not some like you know, oh. giant company that's out here trying to do anything. You well, know, you're we're just, we're you're never ex musicians. You're you're always musicians, right? You're, you're never going to be ex musicians, guys. What what instruments do you play? Well, I play zero now. I play legit zero now. <laughs> like I do not have time for any any. But music. he did he Don't. did play he did play synth. Oh yeah. Okay. I was in a 80s, 80s cover bands, stuff like that. That was, that was more my jam. Oh my goodness, that is what's up. <laughs> well, and me, I'm a, you know, I when I had a band called the Jones Machine. I play guitar, I compose music, and I sing. Play the theremin, 
act a fool, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I, and I still, I, we also do want to, at some point, we had an idea, you know, as far as music community and that stuff goes, of uh, Brandon wants to put together a uh, kind of like a Brandon Jones Films, I don't want to say festival, that's the wrong word to use, especially after the Fire Festival came out. Festival is a touchy word. But basically, uh, you know, like a concert and like a lot of these artists that we've worked with that know each other and like to play with each other, um, you know, and have them come out and just, it's basically just a, you know, a big night or day, you know, or something. But that's that's something that we've got in the works. It's not solid yet, but... Okay. Well, hey, there's we. I've had an idea that uh, I wanted to kind of launch sometime this season as well. Um, you know, because I like to get all punny and shit, man. I, I was thinking unplugged. You know, umm plugged, and have uh, you know like three or four bands do some intimate sets. Like you know, not all you know all tuned up and cranked up, but like you know, kind of a more intimate setting. And maybe you guys could could drop by and and film a couple snips or. Maybe we can kind of collaborate on something. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I think we got put the up with the Jenny, a singer songwriter, <laughs> kind of yeah. something, but set it up like that. Ah, that's a cool idea. Yeah, man. Let's talk about that okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah, well, definitely for sure. I'll, I'll hit you up offline on that one. Um, okay. I do want to say one thing about Jones real quick, and he's gonna hate me for this. But this has to make the episode right. <laughs> so Jones it. was on American Idol. Yes. It's like top 32 or something. And it is the literally funniest performance of what Simon Cowell says to him. I will send you the link. Um, I cannot wait. I need this in the show notes. You're welcome, Joe. Oh. I came to Greenville. They filmed him at work and everything. Oh, but it is so funny. Hold on, man. I'm Hold sorry. On now. I'm so- sorry if I missed that. I'm texting my attorney right now. Um, <laughs> dude, so wow, you said that. Th- of all the things that Brandon could have said, man, dude, Johnson's the greatest DP. He's like, he builds things for for shoots. Nothing. You throw American Idol out. I really appreciate that. Pal. Well, so, it was on my notes. My notes were my notes were. Uh, make sure Jones gets on the call. Make sure to mention American Idol. That's all <laughs> and all those nice things I said about you. I, I take those, but I don't want any of those in the show. No. And uh, yeah, and what's what's her name? Paula Abdul. If you want to know, yeah, she looks pretty on TV, but up close, cracked oil paint. One hundred percent. That's gonna break my mom's heart, man. I, well, you can you can cut that out if you want, but I'm just telling you that's the truth. Cracked oil painting, and there is one hundred percent vodka in that Coca-Cola cup. Oh, dude, uh, absolutely. I, you can see the fumes. When, when they took off, I jumped over the seats and I smelled it, and I went, "Oh, it's vodka." <laughs> the the center of the TV is always wavy. I think it's the vodka fumes uh, messing up the signal. <laughs> It could be, but uh, what? And and uh, joking aside, if I can say one more thing about our, our company is, uh, you know, I, I'm I, I told Brandon through text message or in person, I don't really remember, but uh, you know, I told him a while back. I said, buddy, I said, man, I I just couldn't be prouder of what we created because it, you know, it just started as a small idea and it built and built and built and you know has become what it does what it is and sometimes you know it's hard to think about it until you stop and take a step back and look and you just go man you know and it's not you take a step back and be like well i built an empire you know it's no we built something that we truly care about and you know you're giving something to you know to people these musicians that they care about and you know and we and we care for the musicians like we talk to them about stuff that doesn't have to do with video and uh, you know it just it means a lot to me because i just I, I just have creativity and you know i need an outlet somewhere and this was just the perfect thing 
and it's great and it's just you know between you know brandon's you know business sense and it's just great the whole thing is fun it is just so much fun it doesn't seem like work but i i you know i'm just really proud of what we built and i love it and i love my job but when i love my job that means you're going to get a great product if i hated my job you'd get a crappy product (laughs) so anyway but i I just i wanted to throw that out there well hey and that's always i mean and and you guys are are allowed to you have been afforded that opportunity to take a step back and look at it because you you deserve all the praise and uh the support that you're getting right back at, at you because um from from the very first thing i saw like i said man it was I honestly was like, where are these guys based out of? Because this is legit, um, indistinguishable from, from any other, you know, big video production I've, uh, I've seen. And, um, the fact that I, I know you guys a little bit more now and, and kind of your hearts and, uh, where your heart's at and all that, man. I mean, it just makes it that much more, uh, supportable and, um, something that, you know, I, I really appreciate that you guys are doing for the music community. Well, thank you. And I'll tell you one thing real quick and then I'm going to shut my mouth for good. No, 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 but I will tell you, I will tell you, so V-Lie, that video that you saw, V-Lie had this song and he wanted to do it and then COVID hit and it was like, everything was dead. But V-Lie was like, you know, he said, let's, he said, I want to do a video, you know, we're not going to get a whole bunch of people together or be unsafe or anything like that. You know, and I said, okay. And, um, he said, because of the COVID thing, I think it's just going to be me. And Brandon was like, well, what are we going to do? I have this old, I have a whole bunch of wild, crazy things in my house. Well, Brandon and I built this, that phone booth thing and we stuck a reel to reel player in it and this old thing up there. And we came up with the idea of like, well, what if he's like this drifter in this, like, you know, this dystopian future where there's nothing. And he came across like one of these old school it made me think of something that would be in Fallout. Or Brandon said something about Fallout. Okay, yeah. And said, well, what if he's just like walking and finds it and like he turns it on and it still works. And like the video, even though the angles, you know, kind of change and stuff like that, is that. And then, you know, there's like the the old leaflet blowing in the trees as he takes his reel that he just recorded, puts it in his pack and walks off. Super cool. And yeah, that was that's basic because originally it was supposed to have been the whole band. It was a totally different idea, but you know, adapt and conquer, and that's that's what we do. We we run into problems. Brandon and I put our heads together. If it's something on set, it's usually me. If it's something else, which is everything else, Brandon goes, "Okay, I got it." Bam, but we we figure it out. We figure it out. Well, you guys are doing a hell of a job, man, and uh, I, I can't wait to see what's in store for the future. And um, obviously, I would love to work with you guys on some promotional stuff for the Unpod, and then you know we need to discuss uh, behind the scenes um, organizing some sort of unplugged slash you know Brandon Jones, uh, you know not festival, but we'll come up with another name for it. Um, but hey, oh, really, one hundred percent, because we appreciate what you do too. I mean, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, man, if you have any singles floating around, I'll put them in the background. Any, any old tracks, you know, from your your glory days, your uh, pre. Oh, I'm sure, sure. Jones has. I think you saw what a hundred CDs that you ever sold. <laughs> well, I do. Well, I can one no, up you actually, there. It's, no, it's four hundred. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have four hundred CDs that I never sold, but uh, I have. Yeah. But yeah, guys, is there anything else you uh, want to throw out there before we let you go? 
Jones, do you have any more 20 minute stories you want to tell before we go? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. I'm, let me look at my notes. No, no, no. Uh, right. check. <laughs> no, I don't have any. No, I've, I've said what I need to say, man. I, I love my company. I love what we do. And I want to keep doing it. And I don't necessarily want to tell anybody I want your business. I don't want your business. I just want. I want the opportunity to become your friend. We want the opportunity to become your friend and work together and create something awesome for you. Well, I, I can't wait to work together for, uh, with you guys here in the future. Um, so I appreciate you guys coming on the show today. Um, all the love and support you've given us, we're going to reciprocate that 100%, man. So thanks again, y'all. All right, man. Well, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. Well, for sure, man. Yeah, keep in touch. We'll share and, and like our posts and all that and grow the scene together, man. Do it. I'm in. All right, see you guys. Well, I just uh, I just watched the social dilemma, so I'm like, oh. I'm not really. I'm trying to stay away from fa- like from Facebook. <laughs> Dude, got isn't me. that insanely eye opening, man? It is, man. It is. It's I mean, wild. I think we all have an idea of kind of the stuff that kind of happens, but how intrusive it truly was at the beginning and still is in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. man. Like the fact that the CEOs and the like main developers of these companies forbid their kids from getting on them is a telltale sign. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But, I mean, there's no going back, I don't think. Like, our, our lives are just integrated with that now. And, right. And I don't really see how you could, you know, go do without it. Well, I, I think uh, at least they're, you know, we're becoming more aware, hashtag woke, of, of, of all the stuff happening. You know, Facebook, I know, is rebranded to, like, meta or whatever, which is kind of stupid. But yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't really understand a lot of it, but... It's more like they're trying to get to the point where everything's like virtual reality and literally they're worried that it's going to be kids, you know, like from birth, they're going to be broadcasted on, you know, to the world. Truman Show. Like every, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But it'll be all, you know, and all the interactions will all be online. Every, you buy things, people will, they won't even have to pay them though. Like they won't have to pay to live really. They, cause people like advertiser money will pay for like their food and everything's delivered and everything oh, they don't is, they don't they don't leave this house dude that is you know what I mean? just like truman show isn't it well he left the house oh you know, yeah he was yeah. allowed to leave but everything you know was controlled around him but this is like yeah some some weird some weird shit man kind of crazy you know Def- definitely more intrusive than most people think um so follow us on facebook at upstate music mind <laughs> 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 and their parent company instagram at upstate music mind um the good thing is man despite all this kind of you know, heavy stuff that we're talking. Uh, there is a lot of pos- There's a double-edged sword here. You know, um, it, it does pe- keep people in touch that haven't talked to each other in years. And uh, true. You know, it's a valuable thing. Like we can. You know, I remember we talked about it with Hurt and Skip. You know, Joe Power was saying at the click of a button, you can basically do an advertisement to thirty thousand people for free. And so, uh-huh. and you know, bringing people together is is always a good thing. It's just bringing every fucking person together. And there's a sh- lot of shitheads in the world, of, of course. But yeah. Anyway. Well, I was, you know, this this episode could be heavy because I was, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about the Travis Scott incident. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. November fifth. November. 5th. So ten, ten days or ten, yeah, it'll be ten days ago. All right, uh, Johnny, man, we like to keep it light, keep it fun on here, man. But you know, we also like to to show respect and uh, talk about some some real stuff too. So, um, unfortunately, everybody is probably aware of the. Uh, the, the tragedy at the Travis Scott uh, Astroworld concert um, on November fifth, and um, you know we're we're looking through some reports here. And well, I think it's funny we're talking about uh, you know like 
big tech companies and how that you know but there's one thing is like there's a lot of misinformation that, that happens and when that story like first broke there was like so many like he said she said of like what happened and like what was going on and you know what i mean tiktok was like full of videos like people like supporting travis scott because he did stop the concert you know and was like hey hey someone's passed out over there like get this person so i don't know man it was just a you know terrible terrible incident and and man that's just i don't know it's crazy i don't know man it's wild it's a crazy world we live in and uh just you know got to be careful i guess i mean both both in the real world and online nowadays you know i mean there's got to be better preventative measure measures you know and i'm and hopefully that if, if there is any sort of silver lining, I mean, hopefully that we can get better about big groups coming together for, for things like this, you know. I mean, I know everybody was antsy and stuff and we're hyped up to do something like this, but, I mean, there's got to be a better way to, to get people together in a safe, safe way. Anyway, just chop that up. Take take whatever you want to use out of that, but I don't know. I thought, it was, I thought it was worth mentioning. You know, we wanted to touch on the Travis Scott incident and, um, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers out there to the uh, to the victims and everybody involved with that of course but um to bring it back to the lighter side here of the show which you're used to i mean november 15th is the day so on this day johnny what do you got man you see anything good no is it another november 8th (laughs) no yeah um i I mean i will say and this is this is something that just reminds me of my 102.5 in the car with my mom uh driving to school the carpenters released their debut album offering later renamed as ticket to ride wow you can rename an album later on a&m records it was a commercial failure (laughs) and produced only one minor hit single a ballad version of of course the beatles song ticket to ride but the carpenters were a good band so maybe their debut album you know I, i guess when you rename your fucking album that's a sign that it's not going well um but I mean, you're familiar with the Carpenters, right? Uh, a little. Okay. Well, maybe a little. Um, this is interesting. Uh, some guy in Glasgow paid eighty-three thousand pounds for two tickets to see Led Zeppelin rehearse and perform at the O2 Arena in London on the tenth of, de- of, de- of the tenth of December. That's not. Why is it this day? What music. The flick. Maybe maybe he maybe he bought the tickets on the fifteenth or something. Really? That's what. <laughs> um, how about some birthdays? Okay. What is fucking Jay Z's nickname? Uh, Hova. <laughs> you got to do it though, right? You got to. You got to kind of say it think. with his inflection. Oh, I thought you might. Uh, I can't. I can't really do it. Well, uh, like it's your boy Jay Z went, went number one on the U.S. album chart with American Gangster, his tenth number one album. Tenth number one album. Mm. Uh, and uh, this made <clears> the rapper joint second with Elvis. You ain't nothing, nothing about it. About it. <laughs> uh, only the- I'm going to sample that. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but of course, only the Beatles had uh, more with 19. Um, so almost double what the second place people have. But anyway. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Remember when Jay-Z had a collision course project with Linkin Park? Yes. And right. then it says uh-huh. his unfinished business collaboration with R. Kelly. I bet he's like, can we rename that album? <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. R. Kelly, dude, there's this video literally online where he's in like Africa and he's it's this huge concert and he go, and he goes off on this tangent, operatic tangent like he does. He's like, do you do have, you your, have passport? your passport? Have you had your shots? Oh my God. Like he keeps singing this and like the girls, <laughs> are, like these like African women are singing it back to him and i'm like 
This is the weirdest fucking thing ever. <laughs> All right, Johnny, sorry. I was just trying to find something of the newsworthy. I mean, the yeah. door is officially signed on Electra Records. That's, 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 that's something. So, uh, Birthdays, you said you sold something. There's a fantastic name, at least, I see, um, in the second spot. Man, these are these are super weird, too. Bill, Bill Fries. <laughs> Bill Fries. <laughs> that's what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> he was an American singer, activist, and politician. Vote fries, Bill Fries. Bill Fry, the singer politician guy. <laughs> Extra crispy. What's the CB fad? What's CB? I know CBD. Which came at the peak of the CB fad in the United States? Uh, Best known for the '76 U.S. number one single "Convoy," which came at the peak of the CB fad. Convoy band. What is CB? Wow. Will Fries, the fries, activist the guy. guy. I just up. typed in CB Fries, Jonathan. Oh, God. CB Fries? <laughs> yeah. I was about to do CB Fad. <laughs> Citizens Band, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CB Radio. Songs rode high and on the charts in trucker films and television. Television. Television shows fueled the global fantasy led by the flagship of all trucker fl- flicks, Convoy. So that's that's what we were talking about here. Hmm. Yeah. And that was the name of the uh, single there for Mr. Bill Fries. Extra crispy. Extra crispy. Um, okay, yeah. There is really not a lot of great shit again. Um, but we do have, of course, uh, Tom's sister, Tony Thompson Cheek. <laughs> Tom Thompson's cousin or sister, Tony. Or, no, that that's just sounds Tony, like a news anchor a name. I'm Tom Thompson. <laughs> this. What's the, what's the guy in Family Guy? What's his name? Something like that, isn't it? Oh, is it really? I thought. I, I thought. Tom Tucker. Tom That's Tucker. It. Yeah. Tom yeah, Tucker. yeah. 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 That's right. Oh my fuck, dude! Look, November fifteenth, nineteen fifty-seven. Joe Leeway, percussion from the Thompson Twins, Tom's other side project, with the UK number two single, "You Take Me Up and Hold Me Now." I I don't I have no idea what that is. I just had another Thompson. I just had to say it. Oh, here we go. Christian Flake Lawrence. Ah, why am I starting an accent? Keyboardist for the German rock band Rammstein. So, everybody remembers Rammstein, Rammstein, right? Mm hmm. Du Haas. Right? You know what that means, right? No, I didn't take German. Du, du Haas, du Haas, mich. You hate me. Oh. Fuck, okay, dude, yes. All right, they're getting. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do the. Do you see the next one? Like, there's three. The three last ones are pretty good, but. Uh, to my uh, ODB. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Old Dirty Bastard's born today. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, oh, look at all those side names. So, yeah, November 15th, 68, ODB. Chad, oh, God, Chad Kroger. And then, yes, uh, a mere six years later, on November 15th, Chad Kroger. <laughs> Have you seen that uh, that TikTok? Are you on TikTok, dude? I am about to jump. I'm about to get on, man. I, I've resisted long enough. Yeah, I mean, you need TikTok's just, it's great. I mean, but people say Vine was better. I wasn't really on Vine a lot. I didn't I didn't really get on Vine too much. But, I mean, I know I've seen, like, a lot of, you know, Vine compilations that are all pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, but TikTok, man, yeah. Well, you know, gosh. I, I'm, I, like I said, I, I'm finally going to get over it and get it, you know. And the show probably needs a TikTok account here soon anyway. So, we'll get that rolling. Um, but, uh, dude, so... Sorry, go back to uh, the the ODB and the Chad Kroger here for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
ODB, Dirty, Dirt McGurk, Dirt Dog, Big Baby G. <laughs> o- Big Baby Jesus. O- 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 Osiris. And Joe, Joe Bananas. Bananas. <laughs> was born Russell Tyrone Jones. Um, but, dude, he actually he died at the age of 35, two days before his 36th birthday. Oh, so it's not a, he wasn't born today. He died today. No, no, no. This is oh. his birthday. The 15th is his birthday. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I see, I see, I see, I see. Um, damn, bro. He was, he was our age. He was 35. Yeah. Dang, he wasn't. Crazy. He was not that old, dirty bastard. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, and then, uh, so, dude, Chad Kroger, obviously Nickelback. Everybody is, knows who those guys are. I, if you would say the top two hated on bands... Um, of all time, it's got to be Nickelback and Creed, right? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. In the probably. rock world, for sure. Yeah. And uh, do you think that's fair? I think it's I think it's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a fair statement. But I mean, there's bands that, I mean, like I hate Metallica, bro. I can't stand Metallica. Uh. Like I'd much rather listen to. Uh, Nickelback than I had Metallica, unfortunately. Like, well, that's too bad, too bad. <laughs> um, um, not that I'm gonna listen to either one of them, but, but anyway. But, but when we were in middle school, Creed was the shit. Like, that's what I was gonna say. Their uh, their first album, My Own Prison, right? Yeah. That was like they, there was a lot of good tracks, man. So, Is that the one with one? Oh, one. Yeah. Then uh, what was it? Human Human Clay was the next album. Yeah, and that's like take me higher. Yeah, and that's that's when people start being like, okay, they're getting a little, little cheesy, a little poppy here. But th- I mean, honestly, yeah. my own prison, man. That uh, those so- some of those songs are good. Still, like you know, my own prison and what's this life for and torn and one. Like those were songs I rocked out and was learning yeah. guitar to. Yeah. So yeah. I never thought I'd show Creed loves, but just gonna be honest <clears throat> with y'all, man. Uh, I mean, shit. My you know Johnny knows my favorite band was Goo Goo Dolls in high school. A lot of people probably laugh at me for that, but <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> uh, Johnny, we do have a couple cool little announcements here. <clears throat> what you got? Well, we have been accepted, approved. We are officially a part of the Instacart affiliate program. So get some groceries nice. ordered through an Instacart, and they send them to your house, and you get a discount on your first order. So I'm probably going to record this whole part so I say everything the right way, but I need to do more grocery shopping myself. I'd never go grocery shopping. Yeah. Well, if you sign up today, um, as well as if anybody wants to start their own, uh, you know, podcast here, um, something I, I will tease is I've, I've been in contact with, uh, it was formerly, yeah, that Greenville on, on Facebook, but now it's all things Greenville. So they, they've had a rebrand, but, uh, it's, it's one of the top kind of local, you know, uh, community resource pages. And uh, I've been talking to the creator of that page and she's going to start a all things Greenville podcast. Her name's Nikki Luther. And, uh, I've been kind of giving her a little bit of insight and kind of how we do things and some tips and, uh, some guidance. And, um, we're going to exchange some interviews and, uh, we'll, we can help get their show rolling and, uh, maybe we can just, you know, scratch each other's backs here and, uh, yeah, that's be cool. Fun. Yeah, that's cool. And Jonathan, is there anything else, bro? Man, no, I think uh, I think that's that's gonna do it. Um, well, in case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I, w- I was like, I'm gonna say something about Truman. I'm gonna do that at the end because <laughs> I almost went into a little. Uh, all right, hold on. We'll we'll do this very quickly. Uh, uh, I almost said Ace Ventura, but uh, Jim Carrey. What's your like top? What's your favorite Jim Carrey movie or top two? 
favorite Jim Carrey movie or role? Um, uh, gosh. Because you know, um, we talked about Double Stamp with Vili last week, um, mm-hmm. and you know, he said it's basically Harry and Lloyd themed uh, bar. So I, I can't wait to go yeah. in there and see all the nineties stuff. Dude, it's it's hard to beat Dumb and Dumber, man. It's hard to beat. It really that. is. God, it's such a good classic comedy movie. Um, but I really did enjoy The Mask. The Mask. I, I really, yeah, nice. I really enjoyed The Mask. That's kind of like the C, D, like number three, kind of four subtle one that I don't think yeah. a lot of people say. Because I mean, obviously Ace Ventura, and then Ace Ventura right. too. But uh, um, me, myself, and Irene. Oh yeah. Have you seen that too? That movie's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I heard. I haven't. It's been a long time since I've seen The Cable Guy. But so so okay, that's interesting. I remember that one being pretty, perfect, pretty funny. That's a perfect segue actually from because I was going to say that he's got when he does a real role and he gets into that like you know he's he's being a real actor. I mean he's he's done some some great films like the Eternal uh, Spotless shit. I always fuck that title up. Oh, Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless, Spotless Mind. Mind or something. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Cable Guy was kind of that weird like like Truman Show was kind of in that middle like it's funny but it's also got some darker themes and you know right. expanding kind of his <laughs> his acting. Uh, you know, range there, and um, they were still good and different. But Cable Guy, I think that one got reviewed and rated terribly and stuff. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I honestly, man, I, yeah, I mean, Dumb and Dumber. But I want to say I I watched Ace Ventura for the first time since I was like you know a teenager again, like you know a few months ago, and it is it is hilarious. And I just he's just one of my favorite comedians, man. Yeah, one of my favorite actors ever. Canadian, eh? Hmm. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah. I guess that'll do it, man. Sick. See you next week. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Upstate Music Mind podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Upstate Music Mind, as well as drop us an email at upstatemusicmind at gmail.com. Or you can check out our new website, umpod.com. That's U M M P O D.com. And as always, direct your donations to our Venmo. Our handle is umpod. Johnny, let me cut in for a second. We also wanted to mention the Patreon account as well as Buy Me a Coffee. U-M-M-P-O-D. And of course, all your donations are greatly appreciated and vital to keeping the mind alive. Thanks for listening and see you next week.